Lunchbox and WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pardon the pause for reflection a few minutes ago, but we are definitely here and alive. And WCBN has a special event this weekend. Well, the Water Hill Music Fest is happening in the Water Hill neighborhood on the west side of town. After that at 6, you're welcome to join us to march from Water Hill Fest with the Water Hill Liberation Social and Pleasure Club Brass Band to the Ann Arbor Distillery for fun. And I thought, well, let's talk to some folks from the Ann Arbor Distillery. Let's find out what they're all about. And so, in the studio here, hello there. Hi. Uh, what is your name, sir? Uh, my name's Phil Atty. And you are a distiller at there, the company uh, there. Yeah, I am a distiller, and I do product development and what we call special projects. Which Wonderful. pretty much encompasses everything that's not distilling. There you go. <laughs> so you, you wear a lot of hats. Something like that, yeah. Lots of hats. Um, so Ann Arbor Distilling, now do I understand correctly that the official opening was this year, but it's been kind of in the making for a while, is that right? Uh, the pro- licensing process took quite a long time, and getting everything together took quite a long time. So it was bonded in 2014, but we officially opened December 5th of 2015. And I saw that on the website, bonded in 2014, and it sounds very honorable and official. But what does it mean, actually? I'm not really sure. Uh, being f- it, we're f- it means we're federally bonded. It means that the uh, the government comes in and checks in on us, and uh, basically that it's a type of insurance, essentially, that they're insuring us up to a certain amount uh, of for, for the booze that we have in the house. Okay. Now, distilling itself... I know, I guess here's a thought, and we just heard uh, White Lightning by uh, George Jones. That's a rather smaller distilling process, I believe. Would that be compared to Ann Arbor Distilling, or is it a different thing entirely? Uh, No, we sort of do that, but on a much bigger scale. Um, I mean, there are a lot of home distilling kits, which is illegal, by the way, so don't do it. Uh, Don't do it. We're not, do not recommend. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so we do essentially make... uh, can you hear me? Okay. Uh, essentially, we we do make uh, moonshine to an extent, but um, it's a much more refined version of what moonshine is. Uh, the equipment that we have in the distillery allows us to do a lot more than just moonshine or you know simple corn spirits like moonshine would be. So now, a corn spirit <coughs> itself, now that's a very uh, a simple, clear liquid. Yeah, everything that comes off the still is clear, actually. Uh, I think that's a common misconception. Um, Most of the color, all of the color, in fact, of distilled spirits comes from the aging process, or in some cases it comes from caramel color, 
<clears throat> excuse me um but yeah so some people do add color to their stuff but we do not uh so all the color everything comes out the still clear whether it's uh bourbon or rye whiskey gin uh we make rum from blackstrap molasses but everything comes off the still clear that sounds just kind of uh refreshing and pure to me i mean you know pure and clear and um let's see now the Arbor distilling one thing that's kind of cool to me well a couple of things that are cool to me one is that it's in a, in a really cool location it's a little off the beaten path but pretty easy to find i guess you could say uh, yeah, definitely. It's a lot closer than people think it is. Um, I've heard from quite a few people who walked from downtown that, you know, they waited until it got a little bit nicer out to brave the weather. But when they realized how close it was, they've been we've been finding a lot more regulars coming over and uh, finding our spot. Um, the building does have a really cool history in Ann Arbor. Um, we found a map dating back to nineteen or eight eighteen ninety five rather um, that. Uh, showed the the lot at least was owned by standard oil at the time um, oh, really <clears throat> in conjunction they were using it as a fueling station for the ann arbor railroad and then the building that we're in right now was built in 1910 originally as a granary um oddly enough which is sort of is a something like a granary again now sort of yeah I, that's a nice connection um but if you come in and see the building the uh space hasn't really changed a whole lot. We've added a few things to it, but um like modern electricity and plumbing, but the woodwork, we have these really beautiful trusses and all the ceiling is original, just about 110 years old now. Lovely. And what is the address? It's Felch Street, right? Yeah, it's 220 Felch Street. Um it's pretty hard to miss. We're on the corner of uh Ashley and Felch Street. Um and it's pretty much one of the only buildings on that street that's non, uh, non-residential, non so it's pretty hard to miss us. It's pretty easy to get to from Main Street, too. I guess if you're taking Main Street and you're heading away from downtown north. Correct. Just a few blocks past um, the downtown itself. Yeah, I mean, we're only three bo- blocks away from Huron Street. Um, it's, we're right there. It's a, lot, it's a lot closer than people think it is. Yeah, so just Main Street down to Huron, three blocks further, you find Phelps Street on the left. On the left, yep. And you turn down and you go down a hill, right? Yep. And it's a couple of blocks, so there it's, you go. It's even, it's uh, almost exactly one block. Oh, okay. Even better. Yeah. Uh, I think there's like seven or eight houses between Main Street and our building. Very good. So Ann Arbor Distillery has a rather lovely distilling um a beauty of a, what would you call that? I mean, a machine? A still. A still. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's the name. Yeah. Uh, the still is actually, yeah, it was custom built for us in Germany by a company named Carl. Um, they've been doing it for quite a long time. They're very, very good at it. But yeah, that still was uh, custom built for us, um, hand pounded. It's uh, stainless steel and copper. The entire inside of it is copper, um, which makes quite a big difference. Copper reacts with impurities and it actually pulls out some of the impurities like sulfur and uh it makes for a much cleaner more pure product at the end hand pounded in germany yeah yeah <laughs> you can't say um, that about just any distillery i guess uh no it's uh it's a unique still um and it's i liked it it looks sort of like a big flute or some sort of you know uh pipe organ or Some, something yeah something it looks like it looks that. pretty crazy i think my favorite <laughs> description of it was uh we had a woman who came in who said it looked like something that we would use to take over the world <laughs> uh which you know 
May for, happen. Yeah, could happen. <laughs> yeah, not quite yet, but working on it. Um, but yeah, I like to call it a very functional piece of art. It's an actual. It, it's a beautiful piece of machinery, but it, it also works in a lot of different ways. That uh, so basically, the still we can use to make everything from Scotch style whiskey and cognac style brandy all the way to bourbon, rum, rye whiskey, gin, vodka. If you can name it, we can distill it on that machine. Very cool. And you have uh, a couple of other elements to the building. There's the largest part of Ann Arbor distilling is where the still is. Correct. But, but you also have um, the main the main area. Yeah. So we have, um, there are three rooms in Ann Arbor Distilling Company. We have the main production space, which is where the big still and all the fermentation is. We do all of the mashing and uh, grain storage there. Um, we also have a tasting room. Uh, the tasting room is, holds about 32 people. Uh, it's pretty small. It's, uh, um, cozy in there, I like to say. Um, but we have a full cocktail menu. Um, it's a pretty awesome space. All of the wood comes from, uh, is all reclaimed wood from urban ashes. Uh, the space is sort of, it's hard to describe. It's, I mean, it's an old industrial building. It was a, it was a factory, so we didn't really change a whole lot. It still kind of looks like a factory. We put a couple of plants in there to add a little life to it, but um, that's about it. And we do also have a really small room attached to that. Uh, the funny story is, is that the what we call our office now it used to be the actual distillery itself. Um, when we when we were originally planning on moving in, uh, Pot and Box, a florist company, had moved out. And right. the large space was still rented out by um, a metal. place called Metal. Yeah. yeah. It was a metal fabrication shop and they did art and stuff. Yeah. Really awesome people. Really cool space. Um, but they were still there. Um, and so originally the distillery was just going to be the tiny little room that we use now as an office. There's a small version of that Carl still in the office. And we use that to um, basically... We do experimental from our experimental distillations on it, uh, and we make gin fractions. Um, I can get into that a little bit later, but we make mm-hmm. our gin a little bit different than everybody else does. Huh. Um, and we also use it to make bitters, and so it's it's an ex- a lab slash office now. But that that and the tasting room used to be the whole distillery. Wow! So you've got the big still. How tall is the still? Do you know? A- how many feet ish? Um, I think it's fifteen feet tall, uh, but it's set in three different sections. Um, so there's the main part of the still, um, and then there's two columns. Uh, the columns have little perforated plates in them that allow us to do further purification and distillation. Um, but yeah, so each piece is I think fifteen feet tall, something like that, and wider than it is tall. So uh, it is. That yeah. sounds like a lyric right there. Wider <laughs> than it is tall, but yeah. <laughs> so you have the still and the mini me still in the other room. That's kind of cool. Yeah, we call uh, it says Carl on the still. It's the name of the company. So I call the big still Carlos, and we call the little still Carlito. Excellent. This is Pandora's lunchbox, and we're talking about Ann Arbor Distilling Company with one of their uh, mighty good distillers. <laughs> And WCBN has an event coming up this Sunday. And also, I know you have some events this weekend as well. That Yeah, we're doing, um, uh, it's a big weekend with graduation coming. Uh, and it's a big weekend for us. It'll be the first time. We are zoned for food carts, but it hasn't really been particularly nice out. So we didn't have any yet. But um, 
for the weekend, we're going to have uh, Big Alora, the wood-fired pizza place. Um, I, they're going to be coming with a food truck, and so we'll be serving food, and uh, we'll have the distillery actually set up. Um, some of it will be partitioned off so we have extra space because, um, like I said, the tasting room is pretty small, but the distillery, their production space is quite large. Quite, yeah, nice size there. Um, and so we have uh, some tents, and we'll have food out front, and we'll have uh, some specialty cocktails that are just for graduation. And then uh, Sunday, we are doing the after party. We're hosting the after party for WCBN. Excellent. Um, we're pretty excited about that. We've been, I, I've lived in the Water Hill neighborhood for the last four years, and I absolutely love it. And the Waterhill uh, Music Festival has always been really, really awesome. So we were excited to sort of uh, get in on the fun. But we're not technically part of the Waterhill. We're uh, like two houses away from being technically in the Waterhill neighborhood. Oh, okay. Um, so, and we didn't want to step on anybody's toes. So we just uh, decided to do the party after. Um, so when everybody's leaving the the music festival they can come and have a cocktail and uh, i believe we'll have food there too um it should be pretty awesome and the the marching band will be really great too that sounds exciting yeah the waterhill festival if you don't know uh it's from two to six in the waterhill neighborhood you can i believe it's waterhill.org with all the information it's more than 70 folks on porches and in garages and driveways playing live music in neighborhoods and after that, at 6 o'clock, there's the march, which is going to be featuring the marching band called, here it is, it's coming, it's the uh, Water Hill Liberation Social and Pleasure Club Brass Band. <laughs> Sounds very serious and very important. Yeah. <laughs> and also, when you get to the water, when you get to the Ann Arbor Distilling Company, after marching from Water Hill, there will also be music by Michael Hertz, Haunted Hearts. Yeah. We're pretty excited. Uh, actually, Brian Tomsek from WCBN helped us set it up, so uh, we're pretty geeked about that. I've I've been watching a bunch of YouTube videos of it, and uh -huh. I, I I saw him live. I realized uh, years ago, but we're pretty geeked to have some music. It'll be the f the first time since New Year's Eve we've had music at the distillery. We had Lethal Sadi actually come in and play New Year's oh, Eve, wow. which huh. was pretty exciting. And yeah. then, so this will be the first big outdoor event that we're doing. Excellent. And I believe, if I understand correctly, Michael Hertz, Haunted Hearts were based in New Orleans until Katrina, and then now they're settled in the Detroit area. I think I read that. I think that's... That is probably true. <laughs> I, would, I would imagine you know more than I do. I believe that's, that's my understanding on that. So the Ann Arbor Distillery is on the corner of Felch and Ashley. Correct. It is at... Uh, the, what is the address again? Just 220 Felch. 220 Felch. And now we're going to hear a little bit of music, although my CD player is saying sleep to me. So it's feeling very sleepy. It's feeling very relaxed with some very good music. It wants to play a song called Good, Good Whiskey. Uh, now, Amos Milbourne had a big R&B hit with Bad, Bad Whiskey, but I thought let's make it more cheerful because it's more of a cheerful space. Good, Good Whiskey was also an R&B hit for him in the mid-50s. So that goes a little something like this. This is WCBN FM in Arbor, Pandora's Lunchbox.
Good, good whiskey helps to mend a broken heart. And WCBN is also here to mend your broken heart. If you've got one, we're actually in the process right now of mending it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy it. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. And I'm here with Phil from the Ann Arbor Distillery. Hi, Phil. Hello. And we're talking about Ann Arbor Distillery at 220 Felch Street on the corner of Felch and Ashley, where this Sunday, it goes like this, if you haven't caught on. We're, we're here to help you understand that what we're going to do on WCBN is have a special party on Sunday. The Water Hill Music Festival is from 2 to 6. And after the Water Hill Music Fest with lots of people playing great music, we're inviting you to a mar- to march with us from there to, in fact, from there to... At, oh, here we go. It's going to be at 621 Summit is where the marching begins. At 621 Summit at 6 p.m., we're invited to march with us with a brass band to the Ann Arbor Distillery where there will be distilled goods. And I was very interested to hear about how you source your material. I noticed that uh, when you hear local farmers, you think about spinach and lettuce and you think about carrots and stuff, but distilling. Yeah, um, there's actually uh, quite a few grain farmers in the area. Um, we've lucked out quite a bit in the area being in the Ann Arbor area that, you know, trying to run a distillery means 
especially the quality of product we're trying to produce means that you're trying to find the highest quality produce and grain that you can. And we're pretty lucky that uh, to find amazing quality stuff, you don't have to look very far from here. Um, most of our corn uh, comes from Heller Farms, which is on Joy and Territorial Road. Um, we were also sourcing from Ferris Family Farm in Eaton Rapids, Michigan. Um, Wing Farms is where we get our rye. Um, we're sourcing some produce from Green Things Farms, and we're working with them um, uh, on a couple of different projects. Uh, but one of the cool things that we do is uh, um, all the spent grain that we do. So when we, we turn the corn into whiskey, but not all of it obviously turns into whiskey, uh, it uh, you, have left, you have spent grain, and that spent grain, instead of throwing it away, we allow any farmer who's willing to come pick it up uh they can come pick it up for free and use it as feed or uh for however they see fit um wonderful yeah we've been i know we've been feeding a couple of piglets the last couple months oh really so we're pretty excited about that uh they're getting big um wow so you, so you actually have heard the stories about the piglets and you've gotten to yeah we got pictures of them oh, that's great yeah um and uh the only thing that we so we source just about everything locally um Except for our um, molasses. The molasses, uh, we get blackstrap molasses from southern Louisiana. It's the Lula Westfield family. It's a seventh generation family farm down in southern Louisiana. But other than that, uh, I mean, you can tell the extent to which we actually try to find the absolute best. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. It was, uh, if we can't find it here, then they, uh, Ari, our head distiller, scoured the country for the best possible molasses. And in fact, I mean, all the grains are, are as good as they get. Um, and the farmers are pretty amazing. So we're really excited to be working with a lot of local farms. Um, and, uh, just doing what we can to sort of help the local agricultural community. Wonderful. Well, Phil from the Ann Arbor distillery, thank you for being on Pandora's lunchbox. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And join us on Sunday after Water Hill Fest, march with us from Water Hill at 621 Summit to the Ann Arbor Distillery, where there will be a brass band helping you march and dance and such, and music from Michael Hurt's Haunted Hearts at the Distillery, which is at 220 Felch in Ann Arbor. This has been WCBN. I've been Mike. Thank you for letting me do that. Arwolf and Face the Music is next. He's getting, he's getting some lovely records that are spinning ready. Thank you, Phil, and... Good luck this weekend. Thank you. And I see a song called Pork and Beans in your future. This is excellent. This is WCBN FM in Arbor. One more distilled drink before we go. I think it's legal. This is Cocktails for Two by Spike Jones. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor.
some secluded rendezvous <laughs> that overlooks the avenue <laughs> with someone sharing a delight. There's some bad and cocktails for two as we enjoy a cigarette <laughs> to some exquisite chansonnette. Two hands are sure to slyly meet beneath a serviette with cocktails for two. My head may go reading, but my heart will be obedient with intoxicating kisses for the principal ingredient. <laughs> Most any afternoon at five, we'll be so glad we're both alive. Then maybe fortune will complete the plan that all began with cocktails for two. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Good evening, everyone. This is Our Wolf, Our Wolf, and you've got WCBN FM Ann Arbor. It's seven o'clock. Time for Face the Music. I want to get some Harlem Stride piano up in here as we make way for a uh, a month of Thursday night shows dedicated to um, Thomas Fats Waller and the Harlem Stride piano tradition. I thought it'd be nice and appropriate to come right in after Mike and give you a, a piece written by Lucky Roberts back at the beginning of the 20th century called Pork and Beans. But it's being played by Donald Lambert among the last recordings he managed to make. This one dates from 1961. I think I used the word frantic to describe it. Let's see what you think. Face the music, CBN. <laughs> 